please rise. Court is now in session. Love strength. Fighting for justice is the podcast. Fighting spell with a PA. Serving Philly in the counties and the tri states. We can change people's minds. Yeah, we don't see it. You ever want to question logic? Yeah, let's debate. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Fighting for Justice. Today's episode is all things insurance. We are going to break down to you guys um, what you need to know, what you should know when you're getting insurance, what you need to ask for. Um, we have our expert here, Joshua Tabay. He is going to be answering all the questions. We are going to fire at him rapid style. We're going to show you guys a <laughs> nice. couple of videos and We'll talk about, you know, who we think is at fault. We'll explain what that means. So I'm just going to jump right into it. The first thing I want to say is that understand, guys, we practice in Pennsylvania, right? Every state has different laws. Now, if you are in a different state, if you are not in Pennsylvania and you get into an accident, that does not necessarily mean that we cannot help you. If you contact us, you need to let us know all the information and we will try and help you regardless of where you're from. However, what we are talking about right now, the information that Josh is going to give to you today for the purposes of this video, we are in assumption that the the uh, information he's giving would apply to someone in the state of Pennsylvania. With that being said, with, with Pennsylvania insurance, with Pennsylvania yeah. insurance. Right. So with that being said, Josh, the first question I want to ex uh, have you explain to our listeners is, can you explain the difference between limited tort and full tort? And do, is there a difference when people say limited coverage versus uh, full coverage? Is that the same thing or are they different? Yeah. So this is one of the most common questions I think we get. We probably the three of us can all agree. This is something that we're asked about all the time. Um, what the difference is when we have to explain it to a client or a potential client who calls and we determine at a later date that they had limited tort coverage on their policy. Um, so anyway. So when you buy car insurance in the state of Pennsylvania and you're a Pennsylvania resident, you have to elect your what's called your tort. You have to make a tort selection on your policy. You have to select either limited tort or full tort coverage on your policy. Nine times out of 10, the insurance agent or, or representative is not going to really go over this stuff with you too, too uh, in depth. And they're not really going to get into what this kind of stuff means. So when you are given the option we always recommend to our clients, we can't actually recommend it strongly enough that you select full tort on your full tort coverage on your policy, not limited tort for the main reason that full tort protects you from negligent or reckless drivers who cause you injury on the roadways. You are fully protected. You can bring a bodily injury claim against that driver's insurance, no matter how severely you are injured or, um, or what your medical bills are or any, anything like that. The, the full tort, may, that none of that comes into play. It's essentially, were you injured? Do you have recognizable injuries? And was it the fault of somebody else? If you have full tort, that's really all you got to worry about. You call us, we work the case up, and hopefully we're able to obtain a settlement on your behalf. If you select limited tort, things are a little bit more complicated. Now, limited tort is, is a few bucks cheaper a month on your premium, but again, it's just not worth it. It's not worth those savings. Because if you have limited tort, you are restricted from bringing a bodily injury claim against an at-fault or negligent driver unless essentially three unless you meet one of three exceptions that would convert you to full tort. One exception is if you are hit by a drunk driver and that person is actually charged with a DUI, that will convert your limited tort to full tort. The other um, 
less complicated one is if you are a if you are driving or a passenger in a commercial vehicle and you are injured as a result of someone else's negligence, your your limited tort will convert to full tort. And the most the third and the most complicated one, but also the one we see the most, it's the most common, is if your injuries are deemed to be what are what the law calls serious bodily injury, which essentially means uh, permanent injury, which you know, God forbid, no one wants, or um, an injury that is basically deemed so severe as to be, you know, life threatening. Again, you 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 lose it, you lose an organ, or you have. You know, I mean, there's a, there's a million examples of situations where people have had. In my in my career, very very extensive injuries that have even required surgery, where the insurance companies have denied the claim because of their limited tort status, or we've taken the case all the way to trial and lost because we couldn't prove uh, under the law what a serious what serious bodily injury was. So again, limited tort. If you're injured in an accident, it's somebody and it's somebody's fault. You, you know, you you sort of have your work cut out for you. Um, and we'll do everything we can to try to get that converted from limited tort to full tort, but we just can't do it in some situations. Full tort, you're covered. No worries. No, you know, there's no like you don't. You're not going to get an insurance adjuster being like, yeah, well, you know, I mean, she had to have back surgery six times, <laughs> but you know, we still think it's limited tort here. I mean, this isn't a real serious injury. I mean, right, she so only me, had six surgeries. Let me jump in because I, it seems like and. The only reason I know about it is because you have, you know, since you've come over, kind of taught us a lot and we talk about it often. And one thing I had limited tort for a while. And I, the reason I had it was because I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to pay any extra money right now. I'm not getting into any accidents. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's not really the point, because the point is you're it, it real the tort part. Right. Limited tort versus full tort. It really only says if you get in the accident, you can't sue for like if you have bodily injuries. That's all it's really talking about. So if you choose that, you are actually saying, I'm not going to pay a couple dollars a month so that if I get hurt, right, I can actually sue for it. I think a lot of people misunderstand coverage versus the tort part of it. It's really not that much difference, but you could be talking about missing out on six figures if you're really hurt and you really need it. It's almost not even worth having limited tort in this state. Absolutely. It's, there's no doubt that the sacrifice you would make for the couple of dollars is worth the coverage and the ability to collect when you're injured in a vehicle. Because, you know, just like Josh was saying, it's also rare for you to, if you had limited tort, mm-hmm. it's rare for you to get seriously injured in a, in a car accident. Now, it happens, right? Right. Not saying it doesn't happen, but, you know, if you get rear-ended whiplash and correct me if i'm wrong right whiplash is not going to be a serious bodily injury never it's not life-changing nope but if you have full tort you can certainly you have the ability to go after them for something like whiplash you know the 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 kind of common injuries you see right normal accident right so if you have full tort and you get injured you don't have to be seriously injured you don't have to be debilitated or maimed in order to see some kind of coverage but if you have full or limited tort, then you basically almost have to be like yeah, really, really, really fucked up before they're. And what people like, don't think about right, right, is over. even missing right. work for a week, right? Because your neck really hurts, right? I mean, my wife was, you know, T-bone. She wasn't injured, right? She didn't mm-hmm. go to the well. She did. I took her to the hospital, 
But, you know, she still had aches, pains, you know, her neck hurt. Mm-hmm. She didn't work, right? And if she would have had limited torque, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, but let me just, let me just, so every, again, so all the listeners are clear and we're clear, we're, we're, we're clarifying this. If you have limited tort and your injuries cause you to miss work, you can still collect wage loss and you can also still collect, um, like if you pay out of pocket for medical expenses sure. and you can prove that, you can recover from the other driver, you can recover um, wage loss and you can recover out-of-pocket medical expenses. That goes without saying. That's full tort or limited tort. You still, but again, what we're really harping on here is if that if you have limited tort, that's it. That's it. You do not have that. You cannot get to that separate stage where you're saying, I want my medical bills covered. I want my um, uh, wage loss covered. But I also want some recognition for the pain and suffering that I dealt with recovering from whatever, even if it's whiplash. Correct. I mean, there's pain and there's there's. Very, 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 very consistent pain and suffering that goes in with whiplash. Absolutely. But if you have limited tort, it ends there. Okay, so let's break down some of the other things that happen when you're going in um, and you're asking for car insurance, like uh, who pays the, the medical expenses? If let's say, okay, so I get into an accident and another thing I know people are worried about is that, man, uh, I don't want to get into this ambulance because the ambulance costs so much money. I'd rather, you know, drive. Who, who's paying for that? ambulance is it my insurance is it the person that hits me insurance um what should we be asking our insurance company uh, like and how much should we have how much would you advise that our you know the average person should have so yeah so in pennsylvania again pennsylvania is a no fault state so what that means is if you're in an accident regardless if it's your fault or like if you're sitting in a red light and some asshole rear ends you from behind your insurance company is still going to pay, is still responsible for your medical bills, not the other guys. So you have to go through, you have to open up a claim, and we do this for you, but you have to open up a claim, a medical, a specifically a medical claim with your insurance company, and all the medical billing we get processed through that. So they will pay all the medical billing that comes through until you reach whatever limit you have set with your insurance company um, for payments. Once you hit that limit, then you have to. Then it would kick over, and you'd have to start using your personal health insurance or paying out of pocket or what have you. But it's it's you never want to have a situation where you're saying, "Well, I'm not going to treat because uh, I don't know who's going to pay, or I don't have that kind of money, or uh, the other driver won't accept." We see this a lot. Well, the other driver won't accept responsibility. Um, you know, he said it was my fault, so I don't know who to go to. For, so even if it's your fault, right? No fault. If it's your fault, you, your medical expenses are going to be covered by your insurance company. Yep. So it's really important that people know that because people are always like, well, I want to go through the other driver. The other driver should have to pay for my medical expenses, not my insurance company. I mean, I guess in a perfect world, that's the case. But <laughs> in Pennsylvania, it's not going to play that way. Right. You, sure. got to, you have to use your insurance. You have to. Now, let me ask you in a specific scenario, what happens? Same scenario, you get rear-ended, but that person doesn't have insurance. Does that change anything? Well, again, if you get rear-ended and that person doesn't have insurance, your medical is still going to be covered because you have insurance because you listen to this podcast and you have good insurance. <laughs> so your medical is going to be covered. You don't have to worry about that. If the out-of-fault or if the at-fault, excuse me, driver does not have any insurance, and, and I saw a statistic the other day, like one in seven people on the roadways right now don't have insurance, which is mm. actually kind of scary. Yeah. But 
and this leads me into our next topic. I, I, I don't know if this is where you wanted to go with this, Dave, or not, but like the other thing that you can do, the other, the other protection, the other level of protection that you can carry on your policy is what's called under, you can carry underinsured and uninsured motorist coverage. So you have the option of, again, like full tort is protecting you. You have the option of paying for additional protection in the, in the unfortunate circumstance where you get hit by a uh, uninsured driver. You can make a claim for, again, for pain and suffering, for wage loss, for medical expenses. You can make a claim against your own insurance company for those aspects Again, if you're injured for those aspects of a now is of that the situation. both does do both like you said underinsured and then uninsured right right so clearly there's a difference does that apply to both yeah it it applies to both and you and it's and it's essentially the same coverage and it's the same premium that you're paying but you can carry a you can also carry uh, what we what you know underinsured which would protect you in a situation where you're hit by a driver again it's not your fault but you're hit by a driver who is carrying the state minimum in liability in Pennsylvania it's $15,000 you have to carry at least $15,000 in liability coverage so if you are rear-ended by somebody with carrying the state minimums and you know again god forbid you you have some type of serious injury $15,000 isn't going to be enough to compensate you for if you're out of work forever or you have a ton of medical expenses or again you have to you know, you're, you're laid up in bed for months, right. you know, $15,000 isn't probably going to get you there. So you can then kick over to your insurance company and say, Hey, I got all the money I could from the guy that did this. Now I want to go and I want to tap my own policy to basically make a second bodily injury claim. You sure. can bring a second bodily injury claim, but it's against your insurance company. Yeah. You don't have to carry that coverage. It's but optional in Pennsylvania, but we recommend that everyone carry, uh, a, at least hundred thousand dollars of excess coverage of underinsured uninsured motorist coverage so in the unfortunate situation where you are hit by somebody like that you get you clear theirs out then you go after yours you've got a hundred K there available okay so wait so the uninsured and underinsured does that only cover for full tort or can you get underinsured and uninsured for limited tort as well you can have it for limited tort as well okay so but if- you're gonna be limited tort against <clears throat> your own policy right so if you have limited tort and you get hit by somebody who has no insurance, mm-hmm. but you do. So if you still, if you're paying if you're paying limited tort, but you also decide to pay and carry UIM coverage or UM coverage. And just so you guys know, U UM coverage and UUM is what he says. That's uninsured and underinsured. And underinsured, yeah. I should, yeah. We don't want to talk in anagrams, but yeah. Um, so you would, yeah. So you can still say, hey, look, this other this other driver doesn't have insurance. I want to go. I want to tap my own policy. And again, they'll open up the claim for you, but you're limited tort, right? So you so can't, you no pain to, and suffering, right? right? Unless you meet, meet the exception, one of, the one of those exceptions. So it makes your life harder. Sheesh. It could. It does. Well, it could. It could. I mean, if you get hit by a, uh, again, if you get hit by a drunk who is also uninsured, you know, I mean. Yeah. But, it, it, but, you're, but you're hoping for like a, you're hoping to like luck out in that situation. Right. Instead of right. playing, instead of spinning the roulette wheel. Just yeah. carry the coverage that we're telling you guys. So yeah. full tour. Call your insurance company today, and you can switch today. Like it's not like a long process where they're gonna be like, "Well, you know, you, we're gonna send you out 300 forms, and you got to sign them in triplicate and get them notarized and send them." Yeah. No, like you can call your insurance agent today and be like, "I want full tour." Right, and, and they'll say, I, "Done." And we'll honestly, switching it over. 
here's your, your new your new premium is going to be X. Right. Be reflected on your next bill. And guys, he's not lying. Like, Do it today. Since he started to hear working with us, that's what he told me. I called. I said, what's the difference for me to switch from full from a limited tort over to full tort? And it was like five dollars a month. Yeah, it's nothing. It's and nothing. the amount now that like I am covered is so much more. That five dollars is not a big deal. I understand that most people are are trying to save money, and I get that right now. It's it, money is a is an issue. But if you're going to have this insurance, you're going to want full tort because if you ever need your insurance, you're going to need it to be full tort. Yep. And and the one misconception that I don't want. And that's why it's important to just listen to us, right? My best friend does this for a living. We'll eventually have Mon here because he can also shed all. Yeah, I can't wait to have it. And he knows the questions he gets asked, but he (laughs) he watches this religiously. And he said he loves these discussions. And it's a matter of if you go to him and you're informed, he'll answer the question. It's not like they're trying to hide it, but most people don't even ask these questions, right? They'll say, he'll say, would you like limited or full tort? And they'll say, they only ask one question. But here, well, how much? So yeah. once you hear the right, lower right. number, he's not going to sit there and tell you, well, of course not. Right. That's not his job is to give you what you want. You're that's buying also, something. That's also not even in his company's best interest. Right. Because their their best interest is to take as much money as they can. Right. From the premiums and never have to never pay, have to pay anything. Right. That, that's how right. business works. You take all yeah. you can and you don't pay back. That, that's how you make the money. So if they're telling you right we're telling you that the big numbers the reason why the attorneys want these cases is because if there are serious injuries and you get to pay for pain and suffering those are the numbers that hit six figures seven figures sometimes depending on those injuries and if you are a uh, the insurance company you don't want to pay out those so it helps that they get to limit that tort right so like it, it's better for them if you have limited tort because if you are unless you're basically like really 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 injured they're never going to have to pay that six figures and then even if you are it's probably almost worth it for them to go to a jury and say hey this isn't serious bodily injury and a jury may may agree and then they still don't have to wind up paying out right so i get why they wouldn't tell you to have well the way i see it's just like an attorney right if you don't ask us we don't know to tell you so if you just call your insurance company and you're like, I need insurance, I need the cheapest stuff, they're going to go, okay, cool. Take your cheapest stuff and leave, right? Yeah. And, and then when you get in an accident, and I know my friend gets these calls, just like we get them, right? I got hit and I'm injured. Mm-hmm. He, he has the same answer we do. Okay, great. You can collect for certain, but you have limited tort. So, you know, and, and he yeah. walks them through the process. And but. you have to, I mean, you know, for the insurance to, to activate, you've got to go through and you've got to check a box that says limited tort. I mean, they may like, so it's not like people, again, they're presented with the information, but they don't read it. They just Correct. check, check, right, check, right, check, right. check, check. And that's why going into or anything with elect, more information, that's the whole point of our podcast. And if right. Right. So if you, yeah, exactly. To provide information. If you reject, if you reject underinsured and uninsured, like if you say no, I don't want that. It's too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to protect myself anymore. You've got to check a box, but that's really, I mean, that's yeah. really it. And these decisions are like these decisions that people make are can be life changing. Yeah, correct. Like your decision between full tort and limited tort can ultimately affect your ability to, depending on how old you are, when you're injured, or what your injuries Absolutely. are, can have a like an. One of the it, it's just an absolutely monumental, massive effect on your life. Yeah. Right, and now there's like so many ways that I, I kind of want to move on from that because 
like the one thing that we see is people getting into these accidents. They actually have, you know, full tort. They actually have good claims, good insurance, good injuries that, you know, like, okay, you know what, we can help this person. And then we run into the, that mind frame of like, and eh, man, I, but I don't want to sue. I, I'll just, you know, pop this Vicodin. And I'll just take this uh, perk, deal with the pain. I'm going to go to work. And their thinking sometimes is number one, I'm not the type to sue. Number two, like I, I need to go to work. I can't miss this money right now. Now these can you explain the benefits of going through your insurance? And sometimes you may not have the time to take off, right? To go to the doctors, to to go to the the physical therapy. What why should someone go through a process that could last a year, right? Or longer. Mm-hmm versus saying, you know what, man, I can't afford to be out of work for a month. I've got kids to feed. I've got what, what do you say to them? Well, when people ask me about that, I get asked the, the, the work situation a lot. Should I go back or should I stay out? And I always tell people like, look, it's a, that's a life decision that you and your family got to sit down and make. I can't make that for you. Yep. But what I tell them is if, you know, if you've got, if we have, if we can make a documented showing that you missed from X date to X date, you are out recovering from your injuries under a doctor's order. That's very important that you can't just, you can't just write yourself out of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't just say, yeah. nah, my back hurts. I'm not going. I'm not going. Right. I'm going to take the next two weeks off. No, it doesn't work that. Like you need a doctor to say, I can't, Joe Smith cannot work uh, until I see him again in a week or until I see him again in a month, whatever. Like those type. that's very, very, very critical. But number one, or number one, number two, if you can if you can demonstrate all that and you can lay that out to an insurance company, your your wage loss is a hundred percent recoverable, fully a hundred percent recoverable, depending on the you know the individual circumstances of the case. So if you can wait, if you're if you're fortunate enough to be in a financial situation or your family is where you can wait and stay out of work and recuperate, knowing that I'm going to be able to get you hundred percent of your wage loss back, then that's obviously. That's what I tell people to do. Yeah. If you say, "Look, I I can't wait. I got to you know, my family needs the income, and I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Or I I can't wait around for potentially, you know, you to get me something six months from now. I need it now. I, you know, I'm not going to argue with that person. Sure. Right. Do what you got to do, man. I'm right. just telling you. There's no. If you go back to work, it's going to affect. It's going to eliminate your wage loss claim. Number one and number two. Uh, it's going to demonstrate to the insurance company that you're fully recovered from your injuries or you're recovered enough to the point where you can work. And that's going to affect the, any potential value of a bodily injury claim. Yeah. Not to mention you, you would be doing it against doctor's orders in that scenario. Right. Right. If a doctor told you to stay home, most doctors aren't going to write that in the chart. They're not going to (laughs) say, I advise Joe Smith (laughs) not to work, but he did it anyway. No, no, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. it, you're saying, doctor's orders. So there has to be a conversation, right? Right. Where the doctor says to the patient, "I don't think you can't work for at least three weeks." But then they're saying, "I have to," right? So that means they're just going against medical advice, which again, to an insurance company is going to look like you know you're not that injured. Your doctor right. told you, you know, you went back to work. Or even like I think the other important part is not even that you're not that injured. You may be as injured as the doctor said, right? But if the doctor said take it easy and you go back to a labor job, then it's not all right. the The reason why you're getting paid is because we are saying this is all that driver's fault. However, at this point, you're making it worse. 
yeah, right? you're because going you're being place. told how to heal it, how to get better. And you're deciding, eh, I need this money now, which means even whether it's true or not, the insurance company whose job is to keep their as much money as they can, they're going to say, well, now your injury is going to linger for longer because you're doing things. And that's not our fault. That's not the driver's fault. So we're going to try and chop away at some of that money that maybe we would have had to pay yeah. because you're not doing everything you can to heal. It just takes away leverage. Of your case, right. right. Like if, if you're truly right. injured and a doctor's telling you to stay home, you should be following doctor's advice, right? Exactly. And it's easy then to go to insurance, anybody in the world, I don't care, and say, this person's injured. Doctor's notes, they're not working, right? And no one right. can start chipping away. Well, he went back to work after a week instead of two months. Right, right, so, right. Absolutely. And the one thing I want to, and just kind of on the same thing, I, I've heard this a lot. And I just want to clear up the confusion, right? I've heard people say, I don't want to file a claim because my insurance is going to go up, right? I'm going to have to pay more. Is there any validity to that, right? Especially if you're not at fault, okay? I want to make sure we're very clear. Not, I rear-ended somebody, I'm worried about my insurance going up. Well, you might, right? But just a normal accident where you're not at fault. Is that a concern? A, a normal accident where you're, not in fault, where you're not in fault and you're injured? Yes, so, so uh, 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 again, we'll use the scenario where you're stopped at a stoplight and somebody plows into the back of you. If you go through, I mean, you have to open a claim with your insurance company for medical expenses and for other things. So they're going to know you were in an accident. Um, if you are, again, if you're injured to the point where you go after the other driver's insurance company and you make a full recovery, you go out and then you then pursue an underinsured motorist claim with your insurance company. Your wages are no. Your your rates are not supposed to go up. Okay. Do they any? Do they sometimes? Do they figure out a way to sometimes raise them anyway? Um, by they say it's really you know it's for something else, but it's really truly for the fact that you made a claim against the insurance company. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that happens pretty routinely. Yeah. Um, but there isn't any really way to prove definitively that they're doing it solely because you filed a underinsured motorist claim with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so they'll, gotcha. they'll, you're not going to be able to actually like, they're going to say, well, it was because you and know, the, the, she had a speeding ticket last month yeah, or because sure. you, or you, you know, had a DUI or something. Yeah, or make or the car she bought, you know, that we older think that, or yeah. you're in a different area. Yeah. yeah but essentially, I mean, they saying, come up with a million reasons, but also here's what I'll say, not to cut you off. No, you know, the, the one thing that I've always said, you can switch insurance companies. Right. And I've heard that a lot. Like you, if if you if you do feel like they're kind of raising your rates and you really don't know why because you haven't you know speeding tickets you got hit you know I tell people well then call someone else yeah drop right em. like if you have a clean driving record call the other person just call Geico save seven hundred fifty dollars today you know what I mean <laughs> not to be funny but like listen if you call someone else and they're like yeah and it's near the rate that you used to have well who cares then switch right because they can't charge you you're not gonna you know you're not gonna be stuck in that loop. Yeah. Don't let might, it really what I'm saying is don't I just want people to understand don't let that be a deterrent. Don't let that towards, be a fear. Yeah. Right. You, uh, you know, you might have to pay more for a month. You can switch insurance companies, right? Because right. you were still covered at the time of the accident by them. Right. So they have to if if you if you're in an accident, you have a claim open and excuse me, you switch insurance you can switch insurance companies. Yeah, and, and that's what during I wanted, dependency yeah, of the claim. That's what I wanted to make clear, right? Because people are right. it might take six months, so I have to pay more. You can leave tomorrow as long as it's continuous. You were covered at the time of your accident. Right. So if you but if you go to Geico, yep. Geico's gonna run their background yep. and they're gonna see that you have a claim open with State Farm yep. and they're gonna say, Well, what's going on here? And they're gonna call State Farm and like so they're gonna do their due diligence, but you may still get 
a better rate. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I just don't so, want that to be a deterrent. That's it. Right? <laughs> no, you're, you're right. You're right. But with that, I, that brings me to my next plea. Anybody who is listening or watching right now, please do not hear this and think this is my chance to start committing insurance fraud. Okay. <laughs> we get enough of those too. <clears throat> yeah. So, the criminal side. Absolutely. Yes. Insurance companies do not make billions of dollars annually because they just pay out stupidly. Okay. Guys, they do their homework. They make sure that the, you know, the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed. One thing that we see a lot of <clears throat> are that there are people who are like, you, you go to sleep at night, you park your car, you wake up and somebody has plowed into your car. You realize, oh shit, I don't have the right insurance oh, and maybe, yeah. my, you know, now my car is totaled. So what do they do? They call and they say, hey, I need insurance. Hey, blah, 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 blah on a Saturday. Now the accident happened on Friday, yep. but they know they didn't have insurance until Saturday when they called. Then they try and backdate. They'll call on Saturday, try and report an accident. But at this point, there's no police reports. Like there's there's nothing, and we know, right? The the insurance companies can send. Hey, what day did you see this happen? They can ask your neighbors. They can ask the friends. What day did this happen, guys? The the fraud doesn't come because you got the money. It very rarely works, no. right? They almost never get the money. But once you actually make that claim, knowing that, hey, I didn't have insurance on Friday, but I'm going to claim it on Saturday, that's fraud. Yep. And okay? here's, here's one for you. Don't do this. You ready? Don't get in an accident with your car, right? Don't then submit that claim to two different insurance companies because you have two active policies at the same time. You will be caught immediately. Sure um, will. It, it happened. <laughs> I know it happened. I was involved in a case where it happened, right? And I actually spoke to my friend about how how is it possible like they caught it so quickly. They have it's not like Geico and State Farm don't use databases. It's tracked yeah. to the tenth time, right? Like it it's not something that you you're just smarter than the insurance companies. So I have Geico and Allstate and both of you are gonna pay me two thousand dollars, right? <laughs> you file both claims and literally immediately there was a letter from the attorney general's office, right? Because it 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 flags go up and they're like, Hey, this is either fraud or a mistake and we're gonna lean heavily towards fraud. And you will be arrested and then you're gonna call us not for a car accident and we're gonna have to deal with that. So yep. It's a very easy case for the for them to prove. It's right. It, it is it, almost like, undefensible. It, right. it, it's completely there is no defense. Yeah, right? there's like never any real like because the truth of the matter is all you can really say is I made a mistake, but it's um, so blatantly obvious that you didn't make me like, did you not because it wouldn't be a mistake like Hey, I didn't know that I had insurance on Friday, so I went and got it on Saturday, and then I mistakenly <laughs> put told this them information. That, in told the them wrong that I got day. an accident. Like, nah. And a lot of it, I, I hear they're always like, "I got some bad information from a friend who told me to do this. Yeah. I didn't even get the money. So, like, what's the problem? Well, the problem is you lied on the form. Or people yeah. like, you know. Your intent this, was to get the money. This, <laughs> right. This problem. Here's what I'll say. Didn't get it. This and you, you tried to steal. Yeah. You were just bad at it. Yeah. And we've seen this. We've experienced this firsthand. This also won't work, guys. Okay. So do not get rear-ended at a light tonight. Right. Get hurt. Have uh, limited tort. Right. And then tomorrow, uh, yes. switch to full tort. Right. Because what usually happens is you're going to call a couple lawyers. Right. Because <clears> you got hurt. 
They're going to ask you, we need to see your deck page, blah, blah, blah. Do you have limited or full tort? They're going to say you have limited tort. Then we, we've actually had cases where people, because they have that info, they call their insurance company, they switch it. Then they call and they start telling lawyers like, hey, I have full tort, right? It, here's what I'm going to tell you. It doesn't matter. Because eventually, we're all going to figure it out together at the same time. Insurance right. company, everyone. <laughs> and the only response that you're going to receive is you don't have a claim because you, you didn't have full tort at the time. Right. There's no tricking the system. <laughs> right. Which is why you need to take our advice now and switch. Ahead so that way, time. if you're hit, yeah. you don't have to go through these things. Yes. The mm-hmm. only thing that matters is what insurance did you have at the time of the accident yeah nothing else <laughs> after it we don't right. ca- if it was a minute after the accident it we don't matter. care right you can't put the money on black after the wheel stops <laughs> all right <laughs> like you gotta put your claim in. look i get it insurance is gambling right we don't nobody hopes you get into any kind of like accident, accident yeah, or, or hurt. hurt but we know this shit happens people Correct. get in the accidents every day because there are stupid people who drive yeah. right some and we're getting Lots ready to show y'all some things about like who's at fault and, cell and phones exact, i mean there's, there's just... so many distractions there's like kids radios makeup like you, you yeah. know dr- some people are drunk drugs like i mean man i remember uh the first time i was in in uh, a public defender and this guy cop got on the stand and testified to how this man was like sleep at the red light right oh that happens all the time and he yeah. and, but you know there's a difference between like being tired sleep Listen. and being like drugged knocked yeah passed out, out right? passed out of the red i'm light. only gonna bring it up because yeah. it's current marshawn lynch who supposedly was uh, sleeping while he was like speeding and driving. Yeah, no, he was not asleep. He was under the influence yeah, he was of passed something. Out. Well, he that was listen, out. that's all I'm saying. He was basically catatonic driving a car. Yeah. With no wheels on it. So right. when someone like that hits you and you don't have full tort, mm. wow, well, that's not true. We always got to, because if they are intoxicated, maybe. But again, yeah, maybe you, we can do something. Do you see how difficult this gets? Because we yeah. have to talk about exceptions. And listen, which, we're trying which, to connect the dots for Which you. is the reason why if you ever watch this podcast and we're always like hesitant to give answers, it's because that's what good lawyers do. No good lawyer should ever really tell the, you, the hey, here's always, what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. The answer in any good lawyer should always be it depends. It depends. Because Every little fact matters, and the truth of the matter is that our clients never really know most of the facts. So Correct. you guys come to us and, well, I have full tort, and I have $100 million worth of it, and I, <laughs> I broke my back in three different places, and come to find out you've had limited tort if you have insurance at all, like yep. you weren't in the car. Some, like I mean, there's sometimes people are just blatantly lying. Sometimes people don't really know what we're asking. So a lot of this is meant to give you guys the information so yep. that you can... And know what to ask your insurance companies to make sure you're actually protected. protected. Right. And then you can actually know what you're talking about when you talk to a lawyer. Guys, any lawyer that's, oh, yeah, I'm going to get you a minute. No, red flag should be going up. No lawyer should just be telling you, here's what's going to blow up. Nope, never. We all have to verify everything, right? Because it's it will you be well, because you know who is going to verify everything the insurance, <laughs> the insurance, damn company. insurance company, <laughs> right? So even when you tell us, it's not like we take you know this is why it just goes back to what we were saying. You can't hide, you can't trick anyone, and you need the information up front, right? Because even when you tell us I have full tort, do you? Do, if anybody listening thinks that we just believe you, <clears throat> then you don't understand how lawyers work, right? We want your documentation. We're going to look at it, and we're going to immediately we're going to know you're lying. The insurance company already knows you're lying, right? And there's nothing we can do. And that's why we're telling you, we're not telling you all this so lawyers can make money, 
right? So there's more out there. Here's what I know. I want to make sure that you guys understand the majority of the calls we get for car accidents, right? Are people with limited torque, they right? Are. It's not like we're making it up or we want more people so we can make money. This is what we see every day. Car accidents call. We go through the process. They can't sue, right? And we have to tell them there's nothing we can do, right? And that's why it's important. It, this isn't just conjecture. We're trying to figure out some problems. This is what happens every day for us. So we are trying to stop it. <laughs> yeah. And just to piggyback off that real quick, the, I think, again, a lot of the reasoning is <clears throat> people just don't think they're going to get an accident. Yeah. Right. True. That's uh, just here, people's, here. That is just people's mindset. Well, I don't need, I'm not getting full tort. I'm never going to get an accident. You're not wrong. It's the same with it, health insurance. And they, but that, you're that's invincible. literally, like, that's, how the, yeah. that's how their brain works. That's how, I mean, people listen. are just, people are just wired that way. And I understand it. Yeah, right. I agree. Bit, because, and it's almost like, that's why I hate the fact that you have to make that choice. I agree. Because yeah. you, like people, everyone just assumes it will never happen to me. It'll never happen to me. So yep. I'm not, I'm going to choose the, I'm going to choose the cheaper of the two options. Always. And then bam, like the next day. Guess what? You know, guess what happens? It's it's funny because I look at it. You're right. Every day, guys. It's the same in every in every aspect. Because to me, the reason why when you broke it down, I was like, oh shit, no brainer, full tort is the same thing. Where I'm like, oh no brainer, like uh, prenup, right? Listen, nobody thinks they're getting into a marriage for it to be divorced, right? right? But it happens. But it happens. That's a good example. And it happens. Accidents are more frequent. Yeah, yeah, it happens, like, it happens so frequently. There's more <laughs> right. divorce than people staying married, which means right, you're already making a choice that doesn't logically make sense, right? If you say, I don't need one because I'm not going to get divorced, you're already going against the odds. Right. So you're Just lying. like if you select limited tort, you're you. already going against the odds. The right. odds are you're going to get, get in a car accident. accident. Absolutely. It, eventually. And eventually. the problem, the, the more you drive, the real the problem I have with it are. too, like it, it truly affects poor people the most, right? Because it does. And it's so easy to sit here and talk about like, you know, make sure you get full tort, make sure. But right. when you tell a mom that, right, that has two kids, nobody, she's the sole breadwinner. <laughs> right. And you say, listen, it's $10 more a month. And she says, shit, I can't afford that. She's the type of person that will get in the accident and needs it more than anything in the world, right? Because she's yeah. injured. She's missing work. She has two kids. No one else is making money. And, you know, if you're not seriously injured, cool. Your medical bills will be paid for, right? Your work. But, you know, maybe you have lingering problems. You, like, you're you're everyone. But those are the type of people it affects the most, right? And, yeah. But in that situation, I'm still going to tell the people, cut 10 bucks somewhere else then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, I agree. Because it's, it's no, fine the money. to have it. Right. It's that important to have it. Like, Fine, then then don't carry underinsured coverage. True, or, or don't carry or like lower your delu- lower your, you know do something with your deductible or figure out a way to save ten bucks. Yeah, so you can pay so you can switch over to full. And tort. that's truly how important that, it is, yeah, right? It's, it's the people who need it the most that care most about the money, and I get it, right? But it's also like you got to figure out a way. Mm-hmm. However, because this is that important, it could affect the rest totally of your agree. life. Totally agree. Let's yep. let's move to a. Uh, yeah, the section of this that I want to call like who's at fault who's going to pay um, so I have a couple of things that I just want our, our listeners to know that like sometimes you may not be the driver right so let's talk about let's say I'm the passenger in the car me and you Josh we both have our own cars we both have our own um, insurance policies and just for this actually let's say Dave is in as well you are driving you have your own but all three of us have our own cars and insurance if we get into an accident no fault of yours someone rear end sitting at the light 
all three of us are injured if we all sue if we all make a claim like whose insurance is paying what well so if we're injured we're all going to make a claim against the other driver for for bodily injury um and then we're all going to go through our own insurance companies for again for medical for all your medical is going to get covered through your own insurance company um and whether you have uh uninsured or underinsured that's going to come into play but if you're all in my vehicle and we're hit and it's not our fault then you we're all going to go through my underinsured or underinsured policy first okay mm. so okay. that's because it's the car the whose car you're in that's the first level that's the first layer of coverage then we you, you guys could potentially open claims with your own insurance companies for underinsured underinsured motors coverage so to if you max out against mine take it a step further i don't have insurance Let's say you, you don't own a car. Yeah. Let's say I'm a person. Let's say I just don't have a car. I don't need one and I don't have insurance. Then you're full tort and you would be able to make a claim against the other driver. That okay. Hit you, yep. And you're full tort. And then if you max on them, you can make a claim on my insurance for okay. underinsured. And then you're done because okay. you have no other third layer of coverage because you don't have your own vehicle. And now one final this is like law school yeah this yep. is, is. does it matter if i have limited tort or full tort as a passenger <laughs> yes your insurance is going to cover so if you're so if the three of us are in a car mm-hmm. i'm driving i have full tort you are the passenger but you own your own car and you you that car has limited tort correct. active limited tort coverage correct you're going to be limited tort <laughs> against the other driver <laughs> Guys, so here's what I'll say. Yo, the insurance you company need, plays no games. You need yeah. full tort. <laughs> right. There's another reason. Yeah. You might right. you might tell yourself, I'm not going to get in an accident, but you're always Duh. in the car with your friend who drives 100 miles an hour. Right. Yeah. Do you know how mad you would be if like everybody else had full tort and you were the one that got really messed up and yeah. like everybody else got like 10 grand, 20 you got, grand. Yeah, you get your you medical bills there, paid for it. And, and you're like, damn, should have spent that $5 a month. <laughs> like, Yep. Like now, Zach, that would hurt. Um, oh, I just had a question. I forgot. Keep going. Oh, all right, all right. My, my my last. Uh, what would happen is passengers, or not? I'm sorry, not passengers. Uh, pedestrians. You're you're walking on the street. You get hit by a car. Whose insurance pays? Like it's just that person who, uh, who hit you. What if they only have like limited tort full? Does that matter at that point? So if you're a pedestrian, you're full tort. <clears throat> If you're if you're fully out of your vehicle and you're just walking over a crosswalk, you're full tort. Uh, even if you have limited tort on your own vehicle, so your own okay. policy will not matter in that situation. Right, but you're still going to go through your insurance for your medical. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. We should put okay. like a chart up for our viewers. Damn, we really should because I'm starting but to be like, man, the layers, like, the layers of these yeah, scenarios it's, it's are crazy. insane. It's are crazy. insane. I didn't even. I thought your answer. <laughs> I'm going to be straightforward. I thought your answer was going to be because you're not in a car. Your this. It, no, your insurance because, doesn't matter. So if you're so the, and that so your medical coverage covers you in any situation where you're injured involving a car, right? Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. So on, like, there's been situations where people have been people have been um, they've had their they have their car up on a jack and underneath it doing work on it. Mm-hmm. The car falls on them and hurts them. Uh, you can still go through your car your injury. medical, okay. right? Okay. Like those because. You were like, it's some like, because you were physically like touching the car when it fell on <laughs> No, it. I mean, I, another example, because I'm thinking like of like that, Aunt Hesh, how, if you're in your house and a car slams into it and hurts you, would you still go through yours? 
if you're if you're standing in your house, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a car. I mean, we see it all the house. time, right? Yeah. Let's say that car touched you. The car touches you, and you get injured. Or how about those things we see where the people like think they're in reverse and plow through, you know, the yeah, store. Yeah, the store. Yeah, I mean, there's a la- you're going to get to again. You're, there'll there'll be layers of coverage that you have to because you might have through. homeowners right that comes right, into play because too. People, there's always going to be like there's going to be like first priority coverage, second part like. You have to go through the first, you have to go, and that's the thing. And again, guys, this is why it's so important to go through attorneys for this. Like, you've got to go through the right steps, steps first, yeah. yep. right? Yep. So, like, you can't, if you if you try to jump a step, they can, the insurance companies can use that against you. Like, and not, like, if you try to jump from step one to step three and you settle with step three, step one is going to say, well, Guess yeah. what? Yeah, <laughs> you broke the terms of our policy. That's five billion pages long, and in the five print, it says if you don't give us prior notice of you settling with another pe- with someone else, then we don't have to pay you anything. Got it. Like there's, I mean, like that's legitimate. Like there's, that's, you know, that's why it's very. You have to very, you have to be very careful about how you do things like this. Yeah, I don't want to pay a lawyer. I can do it all myself. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? That's generally the answer. No, because no, you can't. the insurance companies are, they have so much money and they're so well organized. Like you may not think it when you call your own insurance company, you may not think they're very organized, but guess what? Their claim yeah, divisions, yeah. the people that handle their bodily injury claims, they are. Yeah. Right. And they think everybody in the world is out to just rip them off. Of course. Right? So it's all about the bottom do, line. Right. So they're going to do everything. You, you have to, like JJ said, you've got to, you gotta, you know, cross your T's because that's that's why it's very important to have legal representation because they will find where you screwed up. Here's here's the thing. The other thing is that like you don't need a lawyer. Like I could do this by myself. There are there are very very few people who can. And and I think the real reason is because the people on the other side they have lawyers. They have very expensive lawyers. They, they have, have very good yeah, lawyers and they're right? pros. I mean, so they like, do, that's what they do day right, in like, day out. They're, they have lawyers on the other side now. The adjusters or the, the people that you may talk to sometimes may not be the lawyer, but the lawyers are handing down, here's what we're okay to settle with. Here's okay with what the, what the you know, they're the ones making sure the policies are written the way that they want to do. Like that's, the lawyers are touching everything on the other side. And here you are by yourself trying to fight the system a billion dollar insurance and like they company. don't lose very frequently guys like not they don't lose to people who aren't professionals well, that's that, why and their job have. their job is to nickel and dime you right it, especially yeah. when you don't have a lawyer sure that's how they make their like, money they don't that's how they goal, get raises their goal right, is right. to save money right so that's, their boss says here's here this here's a new claim it's a whiplash case rear end whiplash case our guy was at fault go go I'm going to give you $5,000 of uh, authority to yeah. settle the case. Yeah. So if that insurance adjuster gets on the phone with the cli- prospective client, but someone who hasn't called us yet and says, hey, you know, I can settle your case right now. Right now. Right now. Right Check now. Check in the mail. For $2,500. <laughs> yep. What do you think? And the guy says, yeah, all right, whatever. I don't yeah, care. Exactly. He just saved State Farm twenty five. Like, he gets a raise for that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. You know Correct. what I mean? And Correct. if he does that, if he does that over... A hundred thousand claims. Think about how much money they're saving. And you know that's, I mean? right. that's their so, goal. And that's yeah. that's entirely their goal. That's their goal. So again, and that's why if it, you don't have a lawyer, you're up against it. Yeah, that's it. Right? You're so, up against a company that's worth a billion. That's they care about money only, trying to save money. So right. Got, so for our last kind of, um, we're going to show you a fun little video. Yeah, we're going to show you guys a video. And we're going to talk about who we think is at fault, right? Because as we've been talking about a lot today, it's like 
the person who's going to pay is the at fault driver. And one of the kind of the fun things for me about being an attorney is being able to look at something. There's not always video, but painting a story and trying to assign blame or fault. Yep. Sometimes it's not always as easy. So we're going to play this video. We're going to talk about who we would say is at fault. We would love for you guys to comment in there, say who's at fault, who you think yeah, is at fault. Tell us who you think is at fault. If you've got some crazy videos, please send them in. <laughs> we will talk about who we think is at fault. Unless it's your case. Then yeah. call us first. Yeah. So we can <laughs> handle the case. If it's your case, do not post anything on social <laughs> please media. Please do not post the video on social media before you talk to a lawyer. But anyway, here's the video. That's a topic for another podcast, by the way. Watch this video, and then what we're going to talk about What not to do it. if you're in an accident. Or we Alright, so there's that video. So I'll let the I'll let the we'll, we'll start yeah, with the expert. Start with the expert. Who's at fault? Who Josh? do you I'll put it this way? Who's it let's assume both drivers get injured, right? Who do you want as the client? Oh man. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Right? I don't know. Like this <laughs> one's who <laughs> the the issue with this case is gonna come down to um like did someone get a I, I i think that the guy that actually causes the contact is probably going well above at least above or well above the posted speed limit in that area in that area and i think the you know the, the insurance companies are going to be able to find some type of accident reconstruction specialist to say that the cause of the accident was the unsafe speeds that this guy was operating at. So in that type of a scenario, I think I want the guy who pulled out and then stopped. Although you're never going to get, see the problem with a situation like this is you're you're never going to get a full hundred percent recovery from any type of an insurance company. Like at the best, at the best you're going to get, they're going to say, well, you know, we think your case is worth, and I'll just throw a number up, but we think your case is worth a hundred bucks. Um, but we think your driver was pretty close to 50% at fault. So your case is worth a hundred. We'll give you 52 to settle it right now. And you're probably better off taking that. Yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, honestly, rather than putting this up in front of a jury and saying, Hey, you 12 people figure it out. You guys figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think in a situation like this, again, it, it all depends. Like JJ was getting back to what JJ was saying, it all depends on what the specific situation. Like, it all depends on what happened immediately after this. Yeah. It, like, how serious were the injuries? Sure. Right. How? What type of an impact did it have on these people? And then you sort of kind of you start you sort of start and then you work backwards to that. I mean, here's what I'll say. The thing the thing that I hate about this, we assume he's speeding because of the caption. So I'm gonna say that I agree. But what are you doing? You just pull out in the traffic and then stop. And that's the non-lawyer part of me, right? And again, Because I would be road rage right now if you pulled out in front of me and stopped, right? Of so if I would. wasn't injured, I would get arrested. Because, like, why did you stop? And I think the guy that pulled out is is carries some responsibility for the crash. Now, legally, it's, it's I do agree with you. A little, a little bit, but here's, here's how I see this video, all right? So there's a, a lot going on, and I'm just trying to put it all into, like, the same way we all are. So... Number one, sometimes the person who seems to be going out, I'm not sure if he's trying to make a left-hand turn, right? There's a car that's actually in front of the one that's recording right now, so that probably had some of his attention, and he, he wasn't just ready to go all out. There's a car right here, which 
essentially could be blocking his view to the left. So he's creeping out trying to see who's coming. The reason why I think the person number one or number two, the person who's in this car looks like they are recording. Right. So right off the bat, my question is, are you paying attention? No, they have a dash cam. <coughs> That's a dash, dash cam. cam. That's okay. A, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. It looks like from the video, it's going pretty quick. Even take the words away. Maybe it's sped up. I don't know. But it doesn't look like he's going a regular day. He looks like he's in a residential kind of area. And the camp like this video just looks like it's happening too fast. That's why I think he's speeding. And I don't know if that's true. Um, but the other thing is that you should never he's be speeding. like you should always be able to stop your car before you hit something. Yep. Is the dude in his lane? Absolutely. But the dude is in his lane and you're going for probably fast. like a, a solid four car lanes. Like he he should have known that he was going to hit this car around now. And he should have well, been able one to stop. Thing, you know, here's what I'll say, he too. Went, if you, he was going way too if, fast, not paying attention. You should have been able to stop before you hit this person. Look, here's something that I think leads to he's going too fast. If you notice right at the end here, to me, it seems like he slams on his brakes and fishtails. You see that? It looks like the car is almost sliding at an angle into him, which, honestly, you, you shouldn't be going that fast in a residential right, area. Right. right. He's no, going not, too fast. And let me ask you this, Josh, because is, is that important, right? The speed, your speed, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And why is that important, right? Because if you're if you're if you're in like egregious violation of the speed limit, the insurance company is going to say that the defense is going to be like this person is at least fifty percent responsible for this accident. Yeah. Right. So if you can convince a fact finder or you can convince somebody that's going to sit in judgment of this situation that this is a coin flip or both these people were negligent, the odds of Winning the odds of anybody getting any money out of that are are almost nil. Yeah. So that's that's how you have to. I think in a situation like this, that's how I'm evaluating it. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, and this is why you know what it's Pennsylvania. You can go to your own insurance companies. There's no fight over any of that. Like you're all going to get your medical expenses covered. Yeah. You know, yeah. just just walk away. Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a lot of times what I've been seeing recently is these dash cams are are. So helpful to these cases because they actually show the physical impact of these crashes. Yeah, and you can demonstrate to an insurance adjuster or a jury or somebody, "Wow, this is this was a really violent collision." And, and no, no, no kidding, the, it caused these type of drastic injuries. This is one of those situations where having the dash cam actually backfires yeah. against you. Absolutely, because now it's not just your word versus theirs. Now you've got. You know, photographic, but, uh, and evidence. I almost feel like you know a little off topic, but not really. Like it almost should be required on cars at this point. We have the technology. I, I agree, I mean, and it and it it really it? cuts down on this like back and forth and waste of time, right? Like if there's just a I video agree. and you're like, all right, so I'm not going to keep arguing with you. You're cl- the person who hit my guy before he rear-ended him was going 170, and here's the <laughs> dash cam, right? You could see the light streaking by. So like I'm not, we're not going to sit here and argue about it, right? And then if you could take that in and show a jury. Yeah, I'm, a, like, I'm always a fan of using technology when we can. It's in no court. different than like, a body cam on a yeah, cop, right? Like, yeah. I don't know why that we don't just have them. Because it's exist. too expensive. These, people would so be able to buy cheap. cars. That camera's got to be like $5 at this point. Yeah, well, there's people that can't. I know. They can't put that money out right now. No, because you know what? If it comes down to it, get get full tort then. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well. Get full tort. Full tort's not necessarily going to help you in that situation. No. Like you can have the fullest tort out there, <laughs> right? <laughs> But if you cause us, <laughs> that's going to be the name of this episode. I hope it is. The actually. name of this episode yeah. is going to be the fullest have, tort. 
make sure you buy the fullest tort available. We available. Have, we're going to get shirts that say the fullest tort on it because that's how want, important the message is. I want one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, you can have the best protection in the history of the world. If you're out there driving like a jackass and you cause the accident, I hope you have good liability coverage is what I'll say. Yeah. Right? Because someone's, someone's coming after you. Yeah. Right. And eventually, your insurance company is going to drop your ass. Well, well, guys, I think that'll wrap up for today. We this will not be our last one on insurance because yeah, we need to do, we it need is to do more so convoluted. Yeah. We want you guys to understand this was just kind of the first one, but those are the things we're going to do from now on. We're going to show these videos. We're going to talk about these things. Please, we can only be as good as yeah. you guys are going to and make us to, support us, help us, like, comment, share, and do guess what? Do. Get full tort. Yeah, that's Get it, the guys. Fullest and the, and the other thing, available. if you remember one thing, get the fullest tort. Next episode, check back with us too because we'll talk about what our rec- other than full tort, which we clearly are recommending, what our other recommended uh, coverage limits are, like what we think you should carry and you know underinsured, yeah. what we think you should carry for medical. Even we'll even get into like you know wage loss, property damage, stuff like that. Sounds check good. Check back. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Till next time. Later. Know the law, you know who to call. We keep up.